0: Welcome to The Observer Effect, a podcast of travel stories. Each week we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas, and at least one good story. Episode 27, Lighthouse Relief, Peru, where Isabel learned how to be happy. The last thing I had heard about Isabel before interviewing her was that she donated a container box to the camp. You know, one of those big jewel-toned shipping containers that usually travel by semi or stacked on a massive boat. She's building a library in it. That's the kind of person she is. It was my last night in Ritsona refugee camp, and by the way, this will be the last episode in our series from there for a while, even though we have a few more to share in the future. I don't mean to beat you over the head with the message behind these stories.
1: How selfish we are.
0: Mm.
1: Like, if you can talk about the Western world, and I don't believe in that division, Mm. we are so selfish.
0: As Gertrude Stein wrote, maybe a little poetically, why complain of more? Why complain of very much more? I discovered as I met with Isabel in the tent of Yusuf and Hanan while saying my own goodbye to them that it was her last week too. Emotions ran high. I asked Siba to lead the interview again.
1: Okay, we can start. I'm already nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already about to cry. So, (laughs) Uh, what are you looking like? You look like what? I look what I look like? What do I look like? Mm -hmm. Physically? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I think uh, I am uh, more or less tall medium-high. Mm-hmm. Um, I have long hair, um, brownish hair, uh, brown eyes, uh, mm-hmm. beautiful face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. um, I have, in winter, very pale skin, <laughs> which is horrible. Um, yeah, nothing... nothing extremely... Uh, characteristic that I could say of my of myself physically (laughs) yeah (laughs) where are you now I am in Ritsona camp in Mm. Greece what are you doing Um, I've been working here um, since April for six months for nearly six months now why you travel to Ritsona um, to read Sana specifically, because it's where Lighthouse sent me. <laughs> but um, I came here um, because. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I believe uh, we all have a duty. Uh, in life, <laughs> no, really. uh, I, I believe we have a duty um, to help those who at some point may not be so lucky, or um, to help those to whom life has been unfair. Um, I think there's a lot of um, indifferent people in the world. <laughs> um, And those who care, I think we have to work hard. (laughs) Yes. So that's...
0: Can I jump in? Yes. Is it okay? (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) When did you start thinking that way? When did you start feeling that Mm,
1: way? I think my first experience... um, Well, the experience that really changed me and... um, after which I decided to, to work in, in these kind of things It um, was a trip that I did to Peru When I was 19 maybe um, And I think that <laughs> For the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just let it out, it's okay yeah. It makes for good right no, it, was,
1: it was amazing <laughs> because for once in my life I felt like real happiness mm. um, It was It's not like the happiness you feel when you're with your friends or you're having fun, but like real, I was in peace. Uh, And uh, there then is when I realized, um, this is what I want to do. (laughs) Yes. What do you do in Ritsuna? I am the volunteer coordinator. Uh, with lighthouse relief <laughs> uh, so basically I there's a lot of people uh, wanting to come here to help which has, has been uh, like a very important learning um, a, a positive um, learning uh, so so many people involved um, and I I would say I help them to be able to help so I, I organize. I help them organize their trip, and I help them during their stay here. Um, yeah, I coordinate volunteers, <laughs> like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, that's not that that has not been been the the important part
0: mm. of my trip. Mm. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, the best part has been to be here with the people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my view of the world is that, um, of course, there are borders and frontiers uh, to be able to organize human beings. But um, people have a view of borders as like something absolute. And it's so relative. Um, borders are not there so we don't care about what happens outside so I I don't feel I have nothing to do with someone from Syria or um, someone from outside my borders Um, so yeah and (laughs) um I already came with that idea, and that's how I think. But this trip has, has uh, strengthened that idea. Um, human beings were all the same, in the sense that what we look for is to be happy, to, to live a peaceful life.
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> it's okay. <laughs> And um, I don't know. Really, the I think the divisions that there are in this world are in our heads. And um, I yeah. did you like to be with organization or entity? Um. Well, as I said before, yeah. I've. I find I found out that there's um, there's not so much collaboration and peace among the different organizations as I would expect in some something like this. Like we're all here to help, so it really doesn't matter in what organization. But then of course there are other factors, uh, like for example, I don't know the fact that organizations have to leave out of donations. So then, at that point, organizations start to compete. Um, so, yes, as I said, that has been a bit deceiving. Um, I have. I like to work in an organization in the sense that there are more resources. So, for example, I would, would not be able to build like a, a madrasa, like a CFS.
0: Or, like, someone told me you donated a container, <laughs> a well, container box and then you explained, no, uh, exactly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a friend of mine who owns a construction company. But, you know, so there are more resources and you can achieve more, maybe, through an organization. But then being in, independent, like, for example, doing the library project, uh, you can do things faster and maybe you can do things... Um, that are closer to the people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah.
0: uh,
1: good things and bad things.
0: That's a good question.
1: Uh, yes.
0: You said before that you learned how to be happy yeah. there. <laughs> Can you teach us? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's not that I'm like every day happy, smiling, <laughs> but I think like real happiness is not that. Mm. Um, it has to do a lot about inner peace and seeing lives, th- seeing things with um, relativity,
0: with perspective,
1: and. Yeah, of course, I think someone has to come to meet the people to be able to detach and take all of those ideas out of their heads.
0: Mm. Do you work to change people's perception in Spain among your friends? Yeah, I've tried to. Have you had success?
1: Um, Maybe, yes. I don't know, it's very difficult to quantify, to be able to measure that success. But yeah, I have... So for example, I'm sorry to say this, when I was back in Spain now in September, a friend of mine, for example, told me, a person I know, which is a very nice person, but
0: he told me, like,
1: I don't like this, all that is happening with with the refugees I'm sorry to say this I don't sorry, <laughs> I know about this yeah like they they they, and I was like why you know you try to go to the basics why and oh I don't know it's people with uh, different religion different culture they're very different and I'm like why is a different culture a different religion like be specific what do you not like about these people and there's no answer yeah because there is none. And I told, and I told that person, like, have, like, have you ever had a, a Muslim friend? Have you ever meet Muslim people? And m- most people haven't. Yeah. So as I said, it's all here. It's all in our heads. Yeah. Um, so I do think, um, for example, that specific example that I, I put, I do think, probably he thinks it may be the same now, But uh, at least I made him think a little bit. Mm.
0: Mm. I just have one more question, and thank you so much, Siba, for guiding this interview. You're on your (laughs) way to being a journalist. So, uh, I try to end every episode with just a really delicious travel story. So, can you tell us just a great little thing that happened in Peru, maybe, or... Oh,
1: one example. Mm. Oh, I've had a lot in Ritsona, a lot. Mm. A lot of memories. I will take I forever
0: mm.
1: with me. Mm. Really, it's moment. also my last week. Oh, at Siva? I didn't yeah. realize. So, and I have to say, I live with. Like, well, my eyes have been, been open, my mind, my heart. I really live with a very full heart and that's why it hurts um, one example <laughs> I don't know a lot. Oh. so for example for me a very spe- special moment um, was the birth of uh, of the children that well, Unfortunately, they're alive. uh, But unfortunately, not in the best conditions. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I remember the first one, for example, I think it was the first first, uh, month that I was here. uh, Mohamed and Rima, they had their baby. And Abdul, who is family, he speaks Spanish, so he Mm -hmm. came to me like... We need to go to the hospital, we're his family. Rima, the mother, was alone in Athens, imagine not speaking the language without their family.
0: And we took them
1: there. And since then they've been so grateful about, about it. And it was such a small thing, but it was you know, uh, a new hum- human being coming to life. <laughs> That was special. And they always remember that. Yeah, you know Ahmed since the day he was born. Yeah. And then there, to be honest, when I was in the hospital, I was with Saraya. And we were like, this is totally... Because our friends back home ask us, like, what do you do on a daily basis? You know, And then you're we are like, what do I tell them? So today... <laughs> A uh, Kurdish boy was born in Athens, so we had to go, and then we were translating from Greek to English, from English to Spanish, from Sp- Spanish to Kurdish, and, yeah, I don't know. It's All special, story. special stories here.
0: Thank you so mm. much. Thank you both for speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, no. If you want to volunteer in Greece, you can through Lighthouse Relief, where Isabel formerly coordinated, or IMU, which focuses on education, or ECHO 100+, which helps distribute supplies. You'll find links to each of these organizations on our webpage, cephvoits.squarespace.com/the slash theobservereffect. Uh, Just follow the link in iTunes But look locally for those of you listening in Chicago. There's World Relief and Heartland Alliance Wherever you are you can find a group committed to refugees and whoever you ask among your friends your neighbors strangers You'll find a story of displacement Be the welcome that changes the world Thank you to Dana Boulay for our theme music Thank you to everyone in Ritsona for their resolve, their hospitality, and their patience. And thank you for listening.
1: And Joe, I forgot to say one thing important. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I want to say, and you're here as well. I feel so lucky and blessed to have been here. Yes. Really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? Isabel <laughs>
1: I really take much more than I've given really Yes, that's it I do know, my body. <laughs> <laughs> because life is not fair.